This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is Double Tap Canada. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. <laughs> you say that every time as if you mean it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, by with you here once again with my good friends. At least that's what it says here. Mark Afalalalalalalalo. He is uh, from Double Tap TV, my uh, esteemed co-host. He's actually the boss guy on the TV side of things. I don't know anything about TV other than the fact that it's a big blurry picture that appears on a screen in my house. Uh, Sean Priest, or should I say Sean Priest, is with us. Hey! Hello. Can I be esteemed as well? I don't think I've ever been esteemed. I fancy that. Just steamed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like a good old, like a good old-fashioned hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Especially because that heating on in the shed going. Uh, sorry, lodge. Lodge. Uh, as it's now Thank annoying. You. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, dear. How are you all doing this week? Doing all right, Mark? Uh, I'm getting by. Oof. Yeah, me too. I'm getting me too. by. A lot, of, a lot of dental work over the past couple of weeks. I, 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 uh, this is this is a you know a public service announcement for those who neglect their teeth over time. Hi. And not that I'm you know uh, very guilty of it because I, I don't think I've gone. The longest I've gone is probably a year and a half between dental appointments, but you're supposed to be doing this every six months, guys. And when you don't, things happen, and you end up with things like a root canal, uh, which you think is going to be, oh, just go in one day and, and you know deal with pain and get over it. No, this is like five visits. You got to get a root canal, then you got to get the cleaning, then you got to get the crown, then you got to get the... It's just, it's not fun. Oh, that doesn't sound so, good. So, I went to the dentist last when I was 21... And I'm turning 40 this year. <laughs> that is, is that too long? Unbelievable. Um, that may... You know what, Stephen? At this point, you might as well just wait it out till they all fall out. That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> I just think, just let it go, you know? I mean, they're all let cracked and broken. Yeah, just yeah. let it go. That's right. Let Feed the stereotype of the British and their teeth, Stephen. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, exactly. And well, in Scottish, it's even worse. And, and the thing is, I don't have a drugs problem, which would obviously, you know, normally be the case. You know what we should do? We should um, we should post our, our, our respective smiles on social media oh, and let no. the people judge. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's a bad, a bad idea. idea. You no, know I think that's I, great. This is so on topic. When I when I smile on screen, I look down every time. I'm like, <laughs> because I think, don't look at me. I'm ugly. Don't uh, give away all your secrets. What are you oh, doing here? I know. You never I feel, smile. In fairness, it's not much of a secret. It is on screen. You know, I do it on telly. It's not much of a secret, really, on is it? On telly. On telly. Yes. How are you, Sean Priest? Priest. Oh, How are you? I love it when you do that. Yes. No, I'm very good. I'm very good. Although I have um, just woke up. That's terrible, isn't it? I've just awoke. You know, when you... I'm getting to that age now. Well, I'm way past that age. But as soon as I sit on a sofa, if I don't get up again within 10 minutes, I'm asleep. Mouth open, dribbling, asleep. It's ridiculous. Stop feeding these British stereotypes to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh that's wow. shocking. We're just a... We're just a prize, aren't we? <sighs> We're not really good at this, are we? This is terrible. I mean, you know, come on, guys. This is this is sorry. This is like I mean, I must admit, 
This is a great reason to wake up, isn't it? To talk about tech. Of course. We're young, sexy Not and teeth. with it. We, we're all tech and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, you know this week, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Should we, should we say this? I mean, I don't even know if we should say this because then if we say it out loud, then it's, it's like it makes it happen. Oh. But we've been talking this week about going on Instagram. Now, I, I still don't have a clue what Instagram is and I'm hoping that a child will tell me at some point. But, you know, apparently we're talking about this now and... Um, I was looking at, at, at some of the videos that get posted on there. Is, is, is it me or is it just all garbage? <laughs> wow, that's um, a question. <laughs> Mark? You know, uh, clearly you're not following the right people. Oh, I don't know oh, who to follow. Good. I mean, one guy was just sitting going, boom, 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 hey! And that was it. And I okay, thought, okay, what, is on a second. What, what is that? What, what exactly are you, are you subscribed to on Instagram? Because I've got no idea. Number one, it's primarily photos. I mean, yes, they do have some videos and some interesting video features on there, which I think we might take advantage of. But uh, on the photo side of things, you're clearly not following the right people. I mean, there's there's some great, great imagery that you're going to see on Instagram and some great stories to see. I'm so. not going to see it. Yeah, you you you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to read the captions, and you'll be able to uh, oh. you'll be able to enjoy it. I think you know here that 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 begs the question, and I think it's one of these things that we should maybe throw a poll out there. Is Instagram one of those social media sites that people with low vision actually use? That's a great question. Yeah, I, I honestly, it's a great question because I don't know. I, I mean, don't clearly know based on the it. room here, I'm guessing the answer is no. Well, look, I mean, I can see a little bit, right? So I've got the ability to look at a picture up close, not necessarily get detail on what it is, which is why, funnily enough, we were looking yesterday, Sean and I, at some of the images to find out if they had any what's called alt text. That's where people mm. put alternative text on. So if you can't see the image, you at least get a sense of what it is. And we were looking at one yeah. particular, we won't say who, but we were looking at someone who's in the blind community who's on there. And... Um, that person didn't have a lot of alt text on their images. I was rather surprised. But here's the thing. I don't know if you have the ability, because alt text is not something that's embedded in the image, right? It's coded into, if on a website, you have an alt tag, literally, in the code. There's a, you type ALT equals, and in brackets, you put what, what you, in quotes, you put what you want the text to be. So when you hover over, you got the alt text. On Instagram, you don't have those tools. You literally just upload a photo or a video. So I guess it would really be up to the, the platform itself to make that feature available. And that's something that, you know, we got to dive into. If you go on yeah. Instagram with your screen reader on your phone, because that's mm. primarily where people consume Instagram, what kind of information do you get? Well, actually, here's the interesting thing. You're talking about this, having the alt text. You can actually add alt text in Instagram posts. So what you do is when you're uploading, there's an advanced section. And that's where you can actually type in the alt text. So it's possible to do. The problem is it's often hidden behind other, you know, like hidden behind other options that people wouldn't maybe generally go to. On Twitter, for example, when you upload an image, uh, you maybe see somewhere on the on the image where you upload it, it will say alt, or I think that's right, isn't it, Sean? It says add description or alt description. Yeah, and then be, yeah. at that point, you, you type in there what the image is, and that helps blind people know what the images are. So if it's a meme, for example, you know, and it's a picture of, a baby crying and it's like, you know, oh, Stephen buys something else or whatever the meme says, then, you know, that would be, re you can type that in, baby crying. And because, of course, the key thing is, yes, you can get screen readers to actually investigate that image, but it won't always give you the context of what the joke is. It might just say picture of baby with text saying whatever. It might not make sense completely what it is, which is why the alt text is so important. But you can add it to Instagram, which is good. Yeah, you know what? You're, you're, I'm going through a post now. Like I'm, I'm have a, I have a picture, a WandaVision poster for the for the show. 
and I'm going to add it under advanced settings, there's an option right at the bottom, write alt text. So it's not really easy to get to. I mean, I'll tell you that. That's the kinda... point, isn't it? And, and with the Twitter, yeah. when they first yeah. unveiled it on Twitter, it wasn't on by default. You know, I think it should be on by default and you should have to put alt text in as part of the post. Yeah, 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 you have to go to a setting to enable the feature to even show up. Never this mind. Is, yeah, this isn't even. I mean, I mean, you go to just share a post, and the options are write caption, tag people, add location. Yeah. To get to alt text, you have to hit advanced settings, which, by the way, is tiny text on the bottom, mm. and then it's on the bottom, bottom, bottom of that write alt text, and you'd have to do that manually for every single post. I do love when they put accessibility front and center. Wow, that's that always that just is, so cool, isn't it? You know, from a company owned by Facebook, you would think that. Um... Oh, don't get me started on that. I mean, I, there was an interesting thing this week. I was trying to figure out using my screen reader what the best way to use Facebook. I really want to get into Facebook a bit more. And to be truthful, what I ended up doing was just using a magic keyboard I had lying around, an Apple magic keyboard, connecting that via Bluetooth to my phone. And just basically navigating Facebook that way. It was so much easier than try. And bear in mind, I'm using voiceover, which is how you can do that. But it just makes it so much easier because in the PC side, it's just a garbled mess trying to make sense of where everything is. And I know it's possible if you spend the time and learn, but who's got the time for that? Uh, so, you know, I can just quickly run through it on the phone. Much easier. But yeah, alt text, really important. And if you can't find, if you're blind yourself and you're trying to find it, because, you know, it's important that even as, as blind people, we do this for other blind people. Um, which I must admit, I will say at this point, it's very nerve-wracking putting images up on these social media sites because you think <laughs> what you know what's in the image. So you play that game of, I think that's what I think it is. But, you know, instead of me, uh, you know, standing in front of a, you know, a, a building saying, look what a lovely building, I'm posting a picture of a watermelon, you know, in a fridge. Um, you know, it, it's maybe not the best... <laughs> There are similarities, granted, but, you know, it, it can be challenging. But, yeah, it's so important you put on that old text. And if you can't do it, for whatever reason, if you're having trouble doing it, just add it in the description. Just say, look, the image contains blah, blah, blah. And then at least at that stage, we will still get that information with our screen readers. But, you know, it's, it, Mark, it's so interesting because you came off the bat and you're like, oh, no, you can't do that. You've got to go into the back end of a site and do it. That's what people think. But the truth is there are tools in these apps that can make it easier for all of us to engage, so that something like Instagram, although, if I'm totally honest, if you're totally blind, even someone like, you know, Sean or I, who have got a little bit of vision, yeah, we can see. I mean, I, I sent picture a, uh, Sean a picture of a dog that I thought looked like him. Um, that was no, why I sent him the picture of the dog. <laughs> uh, because it does. The dog looks like him. It looked confused. Uh, it looked uh, scared. And it, it was, in a way, cute, but in a way that you would also say, get out of my house. And um, <laughs> I think it had a snail on the end of its nose, didn't it? I well, I didn't see the snail, and that was the point, right? We we were kind of. I think you saw the snail, and I saw the dog. So between us, we got the picture. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, we said last week we were going to end the show, uh, and we were trying to get an email in from Greg in Pennsylvania. We didn't get to that email. Let's let's get to that right now, Mark, because uh, we said we'd start the show off with it, and we're what twenty minutes in. I don't know. No, no, we're 11, 11 minutes in. We're awesome. good. Uh, Greg writes, regarding your discussion of text-to-speech speaking the wrong contextual pronunciation of words, that's a minor annoyance. A much more serious problem for the blind is the guessing of what an abbreviation represents when instead of saying the abbreviation, it says a word in its place that may or may not be. For example, I often read something about the city of Los Angeles and text-to-speech says Louisiana when it comes to L.A. instead of Los Angeles. Um, Stephen said, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Street 
ST is said as street for St. Petersburg, mm-hmm. and the list is endless and often leads to confusion over what is written. In my view, this is much more serious a problem than those you raised on your latest show. Regards, Greg in Pennsylvania. Ooh. Interesting. Oof. Yeah, well, fine. You Fair told. enough. Yeah, well, that's not unusual. I mean, to be honest, I think they're pretty much the same because it is contextual. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I believe you can change some of these. Like if you go to um, your settings, accessibility, voiceover, speech, and go to pronunciation, you can. Well, that seems easy. It is easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. If you go to now, hang on a second. You turn left at the end of the road, then you turn right, then you go straight on. There's a guy with a hat, and then after that, turn right, maybe a left. Although I'm not quite sure, but you know, definitely straight this on. This is what we need to yeah, do. Exactly. All right, as visually impaired people. So go to settings. I'm going to say it again: settings, accessibility, voiceover, speech, pronunciation. You can add certain words there, and then type how you want them to be pronounced. So, I mean, there may be a way around that there, but um. Yeah, I don't see it as a, as a massive issue. I don't think we were saying it was a big issue, but it is just something there and something that I think just aware of it, yeah, yeah. yeah, that needs needs work on. We can all work around it ourselves, you know. You you sort of you can get the context of what you're reading anyway. But yeah, okay, it's a fair point. Yeah. Um, something else I brought up last week that I thought might be of interest to bring up again, and that is the topic of um, adding your MP3 files to your Echo Dot. Uh, this is something that uh, we were talking about last week. We were talking about various things like Soundstream, MyPod. Uh, there's another option that uh, Michael has got in touch to tell us about. Hey, it's Michael here in Oregon. And of course, you can use this on the air. Uh, wanted to drop a quick thought for your streaming MP3 files to your Echo devices. Um, I've not done this, but I'm curious, could you not set up a Raspberry Pi, uh, probably wouldn't need a 4 or a 4B, but maybe even a 3, and install Plex server on that and then use the Plex skill to connect to your Raspberry Pi? Just something to think about. Not sure if that would work for your needs, but I just want to throw that out there. Love the podcast. Keep up the amazing work. Mm, that's an idea, isn't it? I mean, Plex, how accessible is that, though? I, I don't know. I mean, last time I was on it, it was pretty pretty okay to use, but not great in the accessibility front to set up. Yeah, absolutely. Setting up the server on a platform, at least I tried it on Windows, and yeah, wasn't great from a screen reader point of view. Um, I mean, yes, you can. There is a Plex skill for the Echo, and that does work well, but again... You need something. You need something to serve those files from. Like, uh, you, mm. you need that Raspberry Pi on all the time, and everyone seems to be throwing the Raspberry Pi as a solution to everything. I get it's a great, it's a great affordable a little computer there, but you know, from an accessibility point of view, I don't think it's quite there yet. There is, um, I don't know. I think you do. Need- there, well, there is a bit of work going on in there this. Is. I think they're trying to, they're trying to find a way of porting over the Linux. Is it Linux or Linux? Linux. Linux, right. I like to get my terminology right here. Believe it or not, I do care about this show. Um, so, yeah, Linux. We know. Uh, <laughs> Linux is, does have its own screen reader, uh, which was developed called Orca. And there's a lot of talk about perhaps bringing that over to uh, Raspberry Pi. I think it runs off a similar software, so it probably would work. Raspbian, isn't it? I haven't had any. I believe it's, it's the the OSs, and there is a there is a, an active, or at least there used to be an active email group out there called Raspberry Vi, Raspberry Vi. Clever, oh, clever okay. for exactly yeah. that it's for accessibility. I know people are using it, and look, it's 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 a great thing, but I don't think it's the answer. Uh, to absolutely everything. You do need to be a bit of a nerd to get into the Raspberry Pi. Well, I'm going to yeah. say it. Simple <laughs> as that. 
Nerds only allowed here. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, I must admit, it's not an area I would go near. I mean, yeah, I'd, I would put Plex on a on a PC that I wasn't using, yes. or I'd maybe put it on a... Uh, even on the Mac that I've got here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that might work. But again, I'll, I think I'd probably rather do that than relearn a whole new operating system just to just to play some MP3 files on an Echo, to be just honest. Just to. Sorry, can I just say as well, I did go through the sound stream skill. Amazing. Amazing. And so simple. I didn't even have to go to the website. You don't need to register. Simply enable the sound stream skill. Uh, then you link your Dropbox account to that and then just copy your folders and your mp3 files into the soundstream folder on dropbox and it's there you just say hey lady a play whatever the folder's called and it plays it amazing i did it all from my phone never went to a website it was really cool mm, okay um yeah i feel this is a minority thing <laughs> there's gonna be a huge amount of people wanting to do this i guess maybe just me but um yeah it's a good well, idea we, but th- michael thanks for getting in touch with we that we do have a load of audiobooks you know usually us visually impaired people we, we do tend to have lots of mp3 files with audiobooks so some people may want it you never heard of audible no 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 paying for things forget it oh well that's, big, that's the first problem right? minor details <laughs> yeah do you still have mp3s of all your cd collection as well i don't know what you're talking about Moving on. Um, so I was I was buying this week. Actually, I got this thing last week. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're what? buying this week. Yeah, I know. So, okay, right, fine. I well, in send fairness, me your Amazon login. I'll tell you when you've been buying. <laughs> um, everything else on that list is for my wife. Um, but no, this one I chose because well, I, I wanted to get a charger for my desk that could take my phone, take my watch, and take my possibly my AirPods as well. Actually, if that was that was feasible, and Belkin have brought out a charger, the Boost Charger, three in one, and I wanted to uh, get it to try it. Um, it. I've got it here on the desk. It's actually really nice. I, I'll be honest, it's got that kind of Apple feel about it to some degree. Although I must admit, first when I got it, I wasn't too impressed because I thought to myself, "That's a bit cheap," but then I realised it was covered in plastic. So when I took that off, <laughs> it's um, just a cardboard box. Nice. This is cheap. Oh, no. Yeah, it's still exactly. in there. <laughs> Who made this? Uh, so, yeah, so it's got it, basically a large circular base, um, and it's got at the very back of it this little stick that's popping up, and a sort of T-shape, if you like, uh, and at each end of the, the top of the T, uh, you've got a MagSafe charger so the phone can connect to it, and it can actually hover in the air, which is kind of cool. And on the other side, you've got a watch charger, so you can just magnetically attach the watch on there. And then there's an indent in the bottom of the uh, the unit on the little circle. There's a little indent there, and that's where you place the AirPods. So nice and tactile, easy to use. The MagSafe has a very comfortable... Listen to this, guys. Listen to oh, that. that sounds a proper quality. clunk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really nice. And it's got a 15-watt charger for the iPhone, which makes oh, it nice and good. fast. That's yeah. fast. That is probably not pretty nice. So that's my that's my uh, latest treat to myself. I do quite like it. But one main reason that I think it's quite cool, and again, it goes back to starting to use my Apple Magic Keyboard. For those of you out there who use your phone with a keyboard, this is pretty cool, especially with something like an iPhone 12. So I've got the iPhone 12 mini. Uh, I've also got the iPhone 12 Pro. Uh, so when I'm switching between, because they're both MagSafe, I can just throw them on the, the charger. But when I'm using them with the keyboard... If, for whatever reason, if I'm into a banking app or I go into the password section of my uh, settings, which I often do regularly because I always forget passwords, um, you need Face ID, right? Instead of having to pick the phone up, it's always facing you. So you can literally take my face when you want. 
and it's perfect. That's great. And I don't even know half the time that it's doing it because it just gets on with it. And I've managed to get the positioning right so that it's just far away enough. I can't see the screen anyway. I don't care. So I'm just looking at, you know, the display um, if the screen curtain isn't on, uh, in which case there's nothing on the screen. And I'm working away on my uh, on my little keyboard. It's Nirvana. Oh, that as well. No, that's cool. So it takes your phone, <laughs> it takes your Apple Watch, it takes your AirPods, but it also takes your wallet as well, doesn't it? Because some ridiculous yes, price. Quite a considerable <laughs> amount of money well on my wallet. Well said, yes. Mr. Priest. Well <laughs> Thank said, you. Mr. Yeah, Priest. I'm si- it's sitting here next to the Apple MagSafe charger, which, can, which you know is obviously rubbish because it can only take the phone and the watch at the same Oof. time. Absolutely useless. Uh, but yeah, that's my latest purchase. Uh, I am also ordering something else, which may come uh, in the next segment of our show. Which is often what happens on this programme. The door usually goes and someone is at the door with a parcel. Will it arrive next? And also, actually more importantly, let's get into some serious conversation around Clubhouse. Everybody's talking about Clubhouse, if you've got an invite, that is. We're going to discuss that. And also a fantastic feature of Microsoft Edge I want to tell you all about. That's coming up on Double Tap Canada this week. Miss something on today's show? Search for Double Tap Canada on the podcast platform of your choice and listen anytime. We'll be back after this. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. Oh, you just got to try to get a drink of water there and she just stopped too early. Right, I'll get that in a minute then. Fine. Uh, You you want us to take over for you? It's okay. Yeah, go for it. Because I want a drink. Okay, welcome welcome back. I'm, I'm Stephen Scott. No. (laughs) <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, right, one eight four four nine seven one one nine 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 is the number to call if you want to leave us a voicemail, as Michael did and as others have done as well. We'll get to your feedback a bit later. You can email your feedback to feedback at ami.ca. We'll read out your messages on air. So, who's signed up to Clubhouse? I am, I, I am, am, I am. I am too. I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> because everyone's doing it, because it's the, the hip new thing, apparently. So they say, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the, the big new thing. And, and I'll tell you, uh, there's a reason why a lot of blind people are excited about it, because it's audio-led. At least I think it is. Um, <laughs> I was on a call the other day on Clubhouse, and someone said, oh, it's lovely to see you all. And I thought, oh, I was in my bed. And I thought, please don't tell <laughs> please me. Please tell me the camera's not on. <laughs> please don't tell me you can see me. Oh, God. But no, hopefully not. I don't think it is visual. Is it, Mark? There's no visual component no, to it. No, no, honestly, not really. It's you, you launch the app, and all you see visually on the screen are just a bunch of boxes with conversations that are going on. Oh, so it's is, like a Teams call where no one turns on the camera. Not even that, but I mean, each <laughs> each box is another, you know, subject and there's, it lists all the people that are in that. Right now, oh, for right, example, right. it says Astrology and Metaphysics Club. And then you look at some <gasps> of the people that are in there and you're like, who are these people? But every once in a while, that. you'll see like an Elon Musk in a conversation or a Joe Rogan in a conversation oh, that I basically s- crashes the entire server. I gotta say something. Sorry for interrupting. This is totally off topic, but my girlfriend today said, I just saw something in the news about that guy who invested a load in Bitcoin. I think it was Egon Musk from the Tetris company. <laughs> <laughs> How many things can you get wrong in one sentence? Can, can we, can Egon we book, Musk of Tetris company? Can we book her on next week's show? Because I think that <laughs> should be a great guest, I think. She can't be any worse than me, right? <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I'm really intrigued by Clubhouse. Um, I, I will say this, though. It does feel like the kind of place you could get lost in forever and n- never find your way back out of. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Like, I find myself, 
when I'm trying to fall asleep and I can't, I tend to kind of tune into conversations and I've never actually spoken. I've never actually had a conversation, but I've always listened to what's going on and I find it very interesting. I mean, it's, it's good in the sense that there's a lot of conversation going on at the moment. I think because it's invite only, you don't have all the nutters of the world getting in, uh, to, you know, turn it into a horrific place to be. Um, you know, so that you know, because it's invite only, you're getting a lot of professionals in there. You're getting a lot of people who have got something to say on topics, who are connected with people who will be tech savvy. So you get a lot of technology talk, obviously. Uh, tons of groups for blind people showing up. Although I really liked one of the comments on one of the groups the other day. Uh, we were having a conversation. I joined this conversation, and it was all about disability and you know the use of the word disability and all of that, and very kind of high end talk. And you know, I thought I'm not going to say anything because I'll just you know make a silly noise and you know wish I wasn't here and wish the ground would swallow me up, so I'll just say nothing. Um, and in the conversation, someone said, you know, it's great that we have this, and it's great that we have this ability to talk to so many different people, but we can't all sit in our own little disabled or, or blind rooms and talk about blind issues. We've got to go and get into the other groups. You know, have a conversation about, see, it's about Microsoft or about Google or whatever. Whatever the conversation is, not around accessibility, but just actually go and be part of the conversation. Yeah, you know, I think that's really important if we do that. But if we all end up sort of doing what tends to happen, where we all end up just going into our own little rooms and just start sitting there saying, "Isn't being blind terrible?" Yes, it is. You know, and you know, don't you just hate all those sighted people? Yes, we do, uh, because that's generally how these rooms go. Um, it isn't. It is. It <laughs> is. You. It's exactly like that. I love you, Mark. <laughs> but, I've but got, the thing uh, is, it's no good. I've got it's six not, invites not if anybody wants to come. I got six invites left. Hang on, yeah. how did you get I, six? You must good. be you must be creating rooms. You, when you invite people and when you let people in, you get more. Uh, you get more people in. Yeah. You get more people. The more people get in, the more more oh. access you get. I think. Um, I, I'm still I'm struggling to figure out where this thing fits in. You know, I really struggle to figure out where it's going to go from here and what because it's. I mean. It's it's basically on demand conversation, but it's not on demand because you're you you walk into the middle of conversations yeah. for the most part. So it's not it kind of goes against all the all the logic that we've been trained to uh, to desire, which is watch what you want, hear what you want, when you want. And I think and, it's also like if I see a conference is going on. I mean, it feels like a, a, a you know a twenty twenty one conference. You know, it, it, let's imagine the pandemic never ends, and you know this is the world we now live in, where we're all just connecting via the web this is what i imagine that world would look like where you'd, you'd have a conference hall but the difference is you're walking into this conference hall and there are tons of different conversations you can go and you know get involved in go and listen to and that's what i kind of like about it you can listen in but you can also take part if you want or you know the people can invite you up on stage which again can be rather worrying because i have a tendency of anything that's speech related i'll just fall asleep to and that's what happens. And I can just imagine someone saying, let's go to Stephen for a comment on this. And that's all you're going to get. Well, I looked into um, that, Stephen. They they can. It's only you that can unmute your mic. They can invite you on stage. Oh, really? But if your mic is muted, it's only you that can unmute it. So you can accidentally be broadcasting as far as I know. So don't worry about it. That should be fine. Thank God for that. I'm curious about, um, I mean, have any of you tried, because I know both of you have been playing with it. Have you tried like using external microphones and, and things like that to make yourself sound better? Well, it's funny you say that. I was wondering about this because actually this is where an app on the computer would be good, right? Because we could use our fancy mixers and our lovely mixing desks and our microphones. But you can't do any of that unless you, you know, I guess rig it up. I was, I've was i got this little thing called an iRig, which is an iRig or iRig 2, something like that anyway. But basically it's, it's four guitars, apparently. But you can plug anything into it. Uh, and in this case, I've plugged in my uh, a mixing desk output 
and I've got it back into my mixer so I can hear. If I want to do a phone call with someone, I can just literally plug one of those little lightning adapters up my phone and, you know, shove it into my mixer. And that means I can do phone calls if I'm doing a show or I'm doing something where I need to get a call on. And I guess that would be a good way to use Clubhouse. Haven't tried it yet. I just um, assumed it would. Yeah, there's no yeah. reason why they wouldn't allow it. I know, like, Apple in general, if a phone call comes in, it cuts all that external stuff off. Um, they won't yeah, let like you I do could that. Plug in, like, if I plug in a USB microphone, it should work perfectly fine, right? Yeah, of course yeah. it should. Yeah, I don't see why not. I, Maybe I, we should uh, test this out and see if we can, ooh. I don't know, next time we do a live show or next time we record a show. Well, I was going to suggest, I mean, look, I'm seriously thinking of doing something this weekend. I don't know what necessarily, but I just think we should get together. Um, One thing that irritates the heck out of me is a lot of the tech chats tend to be US time because, you know, a lot of the people are on there in the States. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. What about us UK people? So we might put something on of of an evening or a Saturday or whatever. So if you're on Clubhouse, follow any of us and we'll give you notes on when we decide to do this. Because um, we're, we're thinking of doing something this weekend on it, but yeah, that, that'd be a great idea. Let's do, let's do, uh, let's do it Canadian time. Yeah, for for, for this show, yes, <laughs> definitely that would seem appropriate. Um, we should do that. We should we should do record our show. Do you think that people would want to hear what we say between the breaks? We don't really say anything between the breaks, other than you know you sipping your water and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, you know yeah. why that is? Because you're a hard taskmaster, Afalalalalo. We've got work he's, to he's do. Right. No, this isn't work. Yeah. Are you kidding? We have, mean things, we have things going on, guys. <laughs> when this show is done recording, We've we have TV to shows to record. We have, <laughs> I've got so many things to do. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, Clubhouse. I, this is what I don't get is all this. I see people and I see a repeat number of people, the same pe- person over and over again. Every time I seem to log in, the same couple people, I just see yeah. names, familiar names. Yeah, that's right. How on earth do these people have lives? Well, I've I've read a few comments about this. Um, James Rath, actually, the blind filmmaker who was on our TV show. I saw him on one, yeah. Yeah, he was on one. And, and he had commented on Twitter recently about this. He was saying, you know, is this just going to lead to burnout? Are we just going to end up in a state? And not only that, when you go into a room, and this happened the other day, and I was telling a couple of people in the office about this, and they were, <laughs> found this rather amusing. Uh, I didn't at the time. But I'd gone on to a chat, and everyone had to introduce themselves. And I said, hi, I'm Stephen. I'm from Scotland. And... Uh, you know, I'm just here to, to talk a little bit about, you know, I think it was Narrator or Microsoft or whatever it was, and I was quite intrigued in the conversation. And then some guy goes, oh, he's being so modest. He's the host of this show and that show, and he does the TV. And I'm like, oh, come on. You know, so now I've got to be that guy rather than just being me, which is far more exciting as far as I'm concerned. You were recognised <laughs> on Clubhouse? I was recognised. <gasps> did you? Did they ask for your autograph? Well, in Braille, yes. <laughs> I brailed it out it's and gonna, sent it to It is, though, isn't it? Isn't it a case of everyone's talking about there's going to be a big surge, but it will die down? Don't we see this every... No, yeah, but in the VI community, I mean, you know, we had Zello, which was similar to this. You can create your own groups and you can invite people and you can sort of... Yeah, but Elon Musk talk. wasn't on it. No, Egon Musk from Egon, Tetris wasn't Egon on it. Egon Musk wasn't on it, no. <laughs> but And then we got Dabble. That was the the last one. Yeah. But the funny thing is, um, going back to what you said, Stephen, about how uh, it, it's important that we don't get it just into the blind bubble. But as soon as it's an audio-only app, bam, we're on it. We swarm oh, I, it. I, I'm it's not suggesting for a second that blind people shouldn't be interested in it. I mean, of course we should. I, I think it's a great idea. I think anything with audio... Because I think, first of all, it's a great leveller. 
you know, if a person can't see you and suddenly having a conversation with someone and that person you then realise is blind. I mean, Mark, before you worked with any of us, you'd never worked with blind people before, had you? You'd never, you'd never dealt with the dark side. Um, well, before again. you guys, uh, I had because I worked with AMI for many years, but I mean, um, um, it's not before AMI, no. No. So, you know, when you meet, but when you, I guess... There are a lot of preconceptions, let's just put it that way, without getting into that whole debate. But, you know, there are a lot of preconceptions about people who are blind. There's a lot of, you know, ideas about thoughts, about capability and all the rest. It comes up every time. And, you know, it's it's just part of what seems to be the society we, we have that, that views us that way. So when you go into a room with someone, and I get it all the time, I, I get this not just on club, and certainly not on Clubhouse, because all I'm talking to at the moment are blind people. But when I ever have a conversation with someone on the phone or we do the radio thing, and if any point of it comes up, and I'll say, you know, as a blind guy myself, and they're like, what, really? Really? You? You don't, you don't sound blind. Like, I don't know what that means, but, you know, I get that a lot. And, you know, I don't know what you expect me to do, constantly bang my head off the mic or, you know, what are you wanting? Um, so, you know, I think for that reason, it's it's a great leveller. And I think that audio is good. But I, I, what I'm against, I guess, is really trying to get out of the idea of just going there and just talking to other blind people. That's a nice thing to do. It's a good thing to do. But, you know, go and infiltrate some other rooms. You know, let's go and tell people about what we're capable of, get our view in the in the mix. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I want to also mention Microsoft Edge because this week I've been playing around with a feature that's really I, I, I love, but I'm also completely confused by. And that is Read Aloud. Heard of this, Mark? Uh, I have not. So every computer, I thought this was an accessibility thing, but it's not. Every computer has this. It's got Microsoft Edge. Every browser, every app version of Microsoft Edge has this. Basically, on Safari, we'll all know about um, reader mode, right? So you basically have a reader mode, which takes away all the... If you go into an article, it takes away all the gubbins, the, gu- the garbage, the images and everything. It just leaves you with the text. Adverts. It's great. Brilliant. Yeah. And from our point of view, using a screen reader, it's perfect because it takes all the garbage away and you can just read the article. But... The problem is, if you're a screen reader user, and this is a personal choice thing, this is maybe just me, I'll be intrigued to hear what other people think, but for me, I don't really like the voice I use for my screen reader to read an article to me, because it's often quite fast. Um, I like a, a story to be read to me, you know, like a book, if you think about a book, right? I mean, you're not going to get a book fired into your ears at 100 miles an hour. Um, it's going to be read at a nice pace, and you're going to get a chance to t- soak in the story. And that's the case with this. Um, what Read Aloud does is it basically not bypasses, but just is separate to a screen reader. It's got nothing to do with the screen reader. It's entirely separate. And you can go onto the website and you can click on the Read Aloud button or enact it with a key command and it will read aloud the article. Now, you can also, to complement this and make it easier for Microsoft Edge, is it has its own reader mode called Immersive Reader, which you can get to by pressing F9 when you go to any web page that's an article. We had a bit of trouble with this one, didn't we, Sean? We tried this. I couldn't get this to work, yeah. The F9 wouldn't work for me. Uh, I had to go to the address bar and then tab. I think the first the first icon after the address bar is there, a massive yeah. reader button. So it's it's not difficult to get to, but F9 should do it as well. But I think it worked for you. It, well, it did, but only under JAWS. I couldn't get it to work with Narrator. You couldn't get it to work with NVDA. But I could get it to work with JAWS. Right. I don't understand yeah. that. But yeah, Immersive Reader basically brings the article, strips out all the nonsense, and then Read Aloud will read aloud the article. Now, the bit that confuses me about this is that on the PC side, there are 
all the narrator voices in there. So the kind of typical voices you would expect, David, Zira, whoever else, they're all in there. Hazel, all those great voices are there. But they're a bit robotic, let's be honest. Microsoft have put a huge amount of work and effort into cloud voices. So they've actually created a US voice, a Canadian voice, French-Canadian, UK English, lots of different styles. Not, Not a huge amount of variance in that, but, you know, really high quality voices that, you know, you would swear in some cases were actually real people reading to you. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. But it's only available on some machines. And I can't get any of them. You've got them, Sean. I can't get them. On You've my browser, hundreds. I've got none. I've got, I've got my six. <laughs> I've got my six narrator voices, and that's it. Weirdly, on my Mac, I get them all. Please make sense of that. Mm. Um, so I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I've been in touch with Microsoft. Apparently, it's an issue that we all should complain about. Ooh. I was told that on the side. Please complain because then someone at Edge might actually listen. Um, so I encourage people to do that. I've certainly sent away feedback. I think in Edge itself, under the settings option, there is a feedback button or a link you can go to. And yeah. you know, go in there and send your feedback if you're having this problem as well because for some reason, they're not rolling out to everybody. Uh, even if you're on the very latest version of Edge. But I will say it's a great companion to Microsoft Edge. It means you can listen to your articles in comfort, but you've still got your screen reader available. I, I love that. And Mark, for you, you would love this as well, I think. No, I, 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 I do love it. And you know, it's funny because you brought it up and I'm like, you know, I've seen similar features and it reminded me of the site that I go to often called The Verge. And certain articles, not all of them, I'm going through them now, have a listen to this article option on the top and they embed... A, a red version, and it's text-to-speech, clearly, but it's not bad text-to-speech. It's pretty good. And I enjoy listening to articles because I find it quicker for me to consume, and I find I consume it a little bit better than when I'm reading. I get really bored. My eyes get bored when I when I read things. That's why I don't read books. Well, it's not good and, for your eyes. It's no, not, it's, it's not, not good, good for you. my eyes, and, you know, I like pictures. So pictures, it's like mm-hmm. it's like pictures for my ears, which is kind, <laughs> of, which is kind of interesting. What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Stephen... Stephen, can you explain something to me? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm here on the Verge site, and on the on the homepage of the Verge site, it says, Amazon Echo Show 10 review, Alexa's next move. Now, you told me that this is available to order in the UK. I have um, not oh. seen an announcement in, of, of availability in Canada. I have not seen an announcement of availability in the US. Um, temporarily out of stock if you go in the US, and Canada says coming soon. What's the deal? Well... In the good old UK, I don't know how we've ended up with this, but we've actually managed to get ahead of the game uh, of you, and it would seem in the States as well to some degree. I don't quite know how that's, that's ridiculous. Um, it never is, happens. It's it starts shipping February 25th, but it's like, that's I mean, right. But I can't even order it, so how could it ship tomorrow? So I can get it tomorrow. Um, 239 quid here, and it is available uh, to, uh, from tomorrow. It is available in white and another color. Charcoal. Black, I guess. Yeah, got charcoal um, and glacier white. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this is the third generation. It's available. This is the one with the... Um, the rotating... The rotating yeah, exactly. screen. It follows you. This I'm is, an, this this is the because, iMac dream. Well, this is because I have an Echo Show 10 in my, in my kitchen right now. And I find that, you know, as while the kitchen is a great place for these devices, they also tend to get all mucked up because the microphone gets clogged up with flour and ingredients <laughs> yeah. and... And so after a while, it's like, honestly, it's like calling your deaf aunt 
Um, you just you're yelling <laughs> and nothing, nothing, nothing. And then the kids. I don't know about Sean. I don't know about you, but I'm, then my kids get involved. They're like, oh well, they feel they can do it better. If I can't, obviously summon her, they should be able to do it. So that my son oh, starts, course. and then my daughter starts, and then we're all just yelling. And it just, it's, it does. It's, it's literally it's like I talking to a, a grandmother who's losing their hearing. Yeah, that's why I've got dogs. Nanny, um, nanny, can you hear me? Can I just say, I don't know what they're doing at Amazon, but it's been terrible. And I've spoken to people in America, in Canada, no matter where you are, for the last month or so, the it's been unresponsive. If you've got a few of them, then they all go off at once and they're never quite sure who's hearing you. So there's definitely something going on at Amazon and the echoes aren't working great at the moment. I even have, so I have one it. built in my thermostat, in my Echo B thermostat. And I've, it's never been on. I've never enabled the microphone because it's in the middle of the main floor. And then I've got the one in my kitchen. Mm. And then I've got one in my living room. So it's a battle, a constant battle for it to figure out who's talking, where it's talking from. It's 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 quite quite cumbersome. But uh, we'll survive, guys. We'll survive. Have you? Have, we'll get through it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, Stephen, uh, I have to ask you, both you guys this question because in Canada, um, we got a su- surprise yesterday, which was that... Um, Disney Plus announced a new, I guess, channel of content within their platform called Star. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is is it's an amalgamation of all the more adult-oriented or PG, you know, any, anything mm-hmm. like mature audience, like Deadpool, um, but but full of content from like a 20th Century Fox library. And what I always loved about Disney Plus when it first came out was you forgot how much Disney owns. Yeah. With yeah, all the lot. companies they own. <laughs> and now it's like a rediscovering it again because I'm like, okay, what's the star going to be? What kind of content? And then you log in and it's Deadpool, The Martian, uh, Futurama, Father of the Bride. Uh, Independence Day was in there. Independence right Day, oh, Homeland, <laughs> Black Swan, Speed, Gone in 60 Seconds, Die Hard, oh, Dodgeball, Borat, Die Hard, Pretty Woman. Oh, I mean, yes. like so many great, great, great movies and TV shows that I forgot even existed and now you know they say it's available outside the u.s is it available in the uk have you tried it yet i think it is coming here if it's not yeah, already it, coming. Yeah. It, it definitely is coming i've seen it advertised but on the television it's here talking about it is here what's amazing is, it? is there's, there's a great overlap um with content that's in amazon prime and a great overlap of content in netflix because clearly yeah. there are deals that are going to be expiring soon mm-hmm, but i honestly based on this i can't see disney plus not overtaking some of these other ones really soon. Ooh. Really, really soon. It's funny because I'm uh, I'm nearly at the end of my first year of Disney Plus and I was going to let it go. Because you say there's there's you know it's, it is surprising how much Disney have done. But in that year, I mean I watched all the Avenger movies. I'm not really interested in, you know, the Jungle Book and all that sort of thing. So really I I didn't really use it. Um, Star Wars doesn't interest me. I know, Stephen. Um, but with Star, it did come a couple of couple of days ago. <laughs> I went through, and you know, it's uh, for for us here in the UK. It had Family Guy, and the the later series of Family Guy are all audio described as well. And the films that Mark mentioned there, actually, it does give Netflix more of a run for its money. Yeah. I'm still not entirely convinced yet. Um, it depends how many new additions come to it. I just I just thought that Disney Plus didn't get a whole lot of new content. Uh, very regularly, so that's where I think Netflix. You know, there's always something new on. Well, Netflix, I think it's but... I think it's ramping up. I think some. I mean, they also it's also really what kind of original content you're looking for, right? Because 
you and I might not be interested in the new Disney or Pixar or National Geographic content, nope. right? But there's a lot of original TV shows that are on there. There's um, uh, for kids. I mean, there's the Muppets. There's the Mickey Mouse. There's you know Black Beauty. There's lots of stuff for kids. To be perfectly honest, that's new and original stuff, but not as as you know. In, on the Marvel side, we're just starting. You know, we're just starting with WandaVision coming to a close next week, and then we're gonna see you know uh, Winter Soldier, and we're gonna see all that fun stuff start coming out oh, over the next cool. year. Or so. I like this though. I kind of like, I mean, especially a lot of these series that, you know, I've never seen in my life before. It'd be kind of nice to go back and watch. I guess they don't have AD on it, do they, Sean? Yes, yes, there's a lot of AD. Oh, that's good. I've got to say, the the um, the app itself, at least on iOS, is it seems like it's a, a direct copy of Netflix. I'll be honest. Mm, it's very, okay. very um, similar. Yeah. Very easy to navigate. There are some glitches. Sometimes the back button doesn't work when you're watching something and you need to close the app out in the app switcher. And, uh, yeah, there's a few glitches there. But overall, when it comes to accessibility, I've got to say Disney uh, Disney Plus has done a great job, both in the app and on the uh, the content itself. There is a lot of AD. Not enough. There never is enough, but there is a lot. <laughs> no. Um I want to also quickly mention this one as well. I saw we actually wanted to talk about it last week, and I just forgot all about it. But and I, I, maybe it's because I just want to put it out of my head. Um, Mac OS has dropped to third most popular desktop operating system. Oh. Second is oh. now Chrome OS. Really? Uh, it actually grabbed market share from Surely. Microsoft, not Apple, which is kind of interesting. Um, so Windows is obviously at the top. Um, I don't believe it. It's, it's kind of bizarre, isn't it, that it would... But this this is more to do, I think, with... Um, I mean, well, it's to do with sales, I guess. And, and that would be fair, I guess, because, you know, Apple's well, Apple's operating system's generally, you know, not as well sold as, as, as certainly Microsoft. Chrome OS is the interesting one, the fact that it's increasing in popularity. I guess schools? I guess schools. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. as well, yeah. More and more adopting over the past year because of the pandemic. I they must know. be selling so many Chromebooks. Maybe one day they'll make one that's good. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. Feedback at yeah. ami.ca, Stephen Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, feedback at ami.ca is the email address. one 971 1999 Come on, join the conversation. We'll get to your feedback next. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Mark Aflalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now back to the show. Hey, it's Double Tap on our AMI audio. Let's uh, get to the emails then, shall we? Uh, Feedback at ami.ca is our email address. Uh, We get lots of emails in. We get voicemails as well from you at 1-844-971-1999. Don't be shy. Drop us a message, but do remember and tell us if it's okay to use your message. Otherwise, we have to cover Sean in custard. Don't you think if they're calling us that the, it's okay to use their message? Do we really have to ask them that? Well, so they say. I don't know. I just read out the rules, right? I mean, I don't. I, I couldn't care less, frankly. But apparently, somebody <laughs> says I've got to do it. <laughs> do we? Okay. I just scheduled a clubhouse, a live, rec- a live, uh, a li- how do you call it? A live recording of Double Tap Canada. 
Does that make sense? No. Uh, for, not next week, but the week after, because next week Stephen is apparently not going to be with us. Um, no, I'm not with you next week. No. No, he's going to be leaving the world for a couple of weeks. Uh, no, for a week. And uh, and so the week after, I've I'm scheduled not leaving the world. That's, I'm that's just, a big I'm kidding. <laughs> Isn't that great? Um, and by the way, just to be clear, anyway, the borders are closed. I won't have um, VD either, just because he'll come up with that next week and say, "Have you oh, VD please. again?" Do you remember what happened when I filled in for you for a couple of weeks? You know, the world thought that you were dying. And That's right. I got in trouble because all these listeners are saying, "You know, it's not really nice of Mark to make fun of Stephen." Well, Stephen said like, it oh first. My God. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, There's no dear. winning, guys. There's well, no winning. I, actually, I am getting so wait, wait here. This I got a letter the other day. I know it's like the nineties, um, but I got a letter the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, inside this letter, it said um, that I'm getting uh, my coronavirus vaccine. Oh, next celebrity week. Oh, actually, first, week. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly normal little people always jumping to the front of the line. Yeah. Oh my god! You and George. Clooney. I mean, it does make sense. It's over eighty-five now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not you really see, just your body age. I, t- I tell, well, I said that. I said, are you going by BMI? Are you going by age? <laughs> what are we going with here? Um, but yeah, apparently I've in, I'm in the some category that's meant I'm getting it sooner than everyone else, which is kind of intriguing. Um, I'm not Great. complaining, but, I, but I may not be um, available. I, just, I don't know. I might be fine. I also just want a week off, so I don't care. Of course you'll be fine. <laughs> yes, it's just an excuse. There's nothing wrong with that. <sighs> It's terrible when you have to say that, isn't it? Yes. It's like, I'm going to take some time. I'm taking time off, right? <laughs> Although okay. it's funny, because I think we're doing TV next week, can't we, Mark? So I'm not really taking a week off. I'm going to make you work if you have... You, 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 I don't care if you're... You don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Just Get a vaccine, care. whatever. Or this is the guy. Vaccine. This is the guy. I'm not joking, you're right. This guy's on holiday. Sorry, vacation in Jamaica. And he's calling me saying, hey, let's talk about this uh, thing. And I'm like, you're on holiday oh, switch in Jamaica. Off, Mark, Where are your you? family? But my family's busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Simple as that. Well, Anyhow, listen, so on March on. 10th, a live recording, you okay. can join us, a sneak peek. And I, I did it for two weeks from now, so I have time to figure out how this all works. Um, okay. On Clubhouse. So if you're not on Clubhouse and you want an invitation, do reach out to us because we have a couple amongst us. And you could join us, and we might even uh, try to find a way to actually let people talk to us during the show. Yeah, yeah. bring them on that stage. Could be right, you I talk like for this. me because, because like as usual, my door's going. So you guys talk on my show, and he just disappears. Like, and he just he mutes doesn't, himself. He doesn't even and finish. No, exactly. Oh yeah, what a professional. You guys talk to him, uh, 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 and you know what? Who needs him anyway? We should try this clubhouse thing without him. I honestly, like it just. Uh, Let's just lock him out. He's not. Oh not my god! So I hear that your shed is now a lodge. Is that what we're calling it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think Shed gives it a slightly uh, a low-class feel to it. And it's not. It's a beautiful, beautiful Shed. So, no, sorry, Lodge. I think Lodge sounds better. I mean, I, I, you say Lodge, and I imagine a fireplace in the middle. I imagine I yeah. imagine wood, a uh, beautiful wood design. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe I should call it a Shed then. It is. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Sorry, that was a complete disaster. So, you know, so the person at the door, I, I talked to them via the Ring app, and I'm saying, just leave it at the door. And she's saying, it's a bit windy. I said, oh, it's fine. Just leave it. It'll be okay. So she puts it down, and it's blown away. So that's that. Whatever it is, it's gone. Yeah, well, if it can be blown away, you don't want it. Yeah, so seriously. What do you, what do you, you didn't order something that light? That's pretty depressing. I'm trying to think what it was I ordered now. I can't remember. And oh, we'll, we'll never know. Forget it. 
Shall we? Exactly. We'll never know now. It's too late. It's gone. Uh, right, let's get to the emails because uh, Gordon got in touch with us following up on our conversation last week about the Apple Watch. We were talking about that. Dear Double Tappers, I must admit I was surprised at your comments about your use or lack of your Apple Watches. I use mine all the time. The activity and workout apps make sure I keep reasonably active. Sorry, I know that might be a swear word for some of you, Sean. Correct. Um, <laughs> I also have the rain app on my on my main watch face, so I can check the likelihood of getting soaked if I need to go outside. Who who goes outside? Uh, as I live in Scotland, exactly. the answer is usually yes. But it's nice to have the app to confirm this before opening the door. I use the timer a lot, and also find it very handy. I also have apps for sunrise, sunset times. Being totally blind, I have no idea whether the sun is up or not. Again, in Scotland, it's often hard to tell or even if you can see. <laughs> Since I listen to the, a lot of podcasts and audiobooks, having the Now Playing app is very useful for skipping forwards to miss adverts and being able to adjust the volume via the crown without digging my phone out of my pocket. You know, guys, I, you know, I'm interrupting the email, but th- this is the thing. I think we're just not using our watch to our full capabilities. I think you're right. You know, this is the thing where no. we haven't gone so far as to discover all the things we can do because he's talking about things here. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, there's Apple Pay, which is super handy. Although I must admit, I usually need sighted assistance to find the contactless pay point. Uh, I agree. I've never used the watch to answer calls. I've always had my phone and both frames with me. So answering calls is dead easy. But I have to put the email app on my watch face so I can check whether an incoming email is important enough to stop listening to Double Top Podcast. Oh, that's so nice of him. Oh, that's nice. Um, blah, 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 blah. And for Steven, I have WhatsApp on my MacBook. It's not the easiest app to use, but it does work. You gave me a fright when you said it's been withdrawn, but I just use it to ask my daughter to bring me some comfy slippers and a cup of tea. I won't tell uh, you what uh, she uh, said uh. in response. All uh, the best, uh, uh, uh. Gordon. Uh-oh. No, I, well, you're right and you're wrong at that one, Gordon, because um, the app itself, the iOS app that would be available if life was perfect, uh, I'd be able to go to my iPhone, uh, sorry, go to my iMac and be able to put the iOS app on there. I can't do that because they've pulled that app. However, what you're talking about is the web interface app, mm-hmm. and there are lots of those available. Those are still available. Um, we get time for a quick voicemail, or are we uh, no, not we really? right? Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, we'll get to it next week then. <laughs> More. Uh, see, this, it's an endless cliffhanger. This program, it really is. Uh, but yes, I won't be here next week. Are you going to miss me, guys? Nope. Nope. Right. <laughs> it's so nice to know I'm loved and wanted. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Mark Afalalalalalo. I'm not giving you. I'm just Mark Afalalo now. Um, oh. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not giving you the, um, out. the proper goodbye. <sighs> See you later. Goodbye. Oh, oh, bye. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1 971 1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.